0: Warning: The following podcast contains strong language, which some listeners may find offensive.
1: Hello, yes, Dan here. Uh, Dan Argin has been stunning. Please via the internet We tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Jay, joined by Troy. We're going to talk some NXT. How are you, Troy?
0: Very good, mate. Very excited to talk about NXT this week. Lots going on. It was a a bit of a random episode, though, with some of the stuff, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was a bit all over the place. There was a lot of
1: stuff that came out of the left field.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there was. One or two points in particular. Um, Yeah. On the whole, though, really good. Like, as always, really, really good. But, yeah, some proper random bits proper out of yeah. left field
1: that was a pretty good show um before we do get into it where can people find us on social media to tell us what they thought troy uh facebook
0: at untitled wrestling podcast and on twitter at untitled rest pod you can even come and get involved on our discord server which is also untitled rest pod uh, and there's plenty of channels within that to talk about nxt raw smackdown nxt uk aw whatever takes your fancy uh, and it's not just wrestling games as well, whatever else you want to talk about.
1: Yeah. Might sell might a little beer server there, seeing as big tasty he's putting out all his new beers. That's a good show. Get some feedback for to, to, uh, Top Row. Yeah,
0: definitely. Friend of, the
1: brewery, friend of the podcast, Friend of the Brewery, all that nonsense. Yeah. Um, Speaking of yeah. Friends of
0: the podcast, damn it, Vince, are uh, they're well into their beers, aren't they?
1: They are. They are. They'll be um, well one up for
0: that. One up for that. Good show. Already,
1: already planning, planning a little uh, day out with them in Manchester when everything sort of eases up a bit. Yeah. Maybe tasting you know, a couple of uh, bars that are like got big beer gardens that we can kind of like work around with that. Yeah. And also because the pubs reopen the day after WrestleMania. Perfect. Perfect, Perfect. timing, isn't it? <laughs> I'll come up,
0: I'll get the train up, I'll just bring my little portable recorder and we'll just record an episode reviewing it in a bar, in a beer garden. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: Perfect. I'm, I'm dreading that week. Um, it's gonna be I've fucking got, chaos. I've got more reason to dread that week now because NXT opens with <laughs> William Regal announcing that we're getting a two night takeover. Stand and deliver.
0: Lord of um, mercy. Two nights of takeover. Fuck
1: me. Um, just I mean, right I'm, that that week excited. Off. I'm
0: excited. I mean sorry, but just write that week off.
1: Two nights of takeover. They already seem to have teased the two main events as well for the two nights. Yeah. So, well. Potentially three main events for, across the two nights, so that's that's pretty cool, and um, we'll get into that shortly. Um, but yeah, it, that was the first of two like blockbuster announcements. Regal had the second being um, that he's he's brought the women's division out, and he specific, specifically asks for the Kai and Raquel Gonzalez to come to, join him in the ring. Um, he presents them with the nat, the new. NXT Women's Tag Team Championships which oh, this so nice looking belts they are nice but they,
0: I, do you know what controversially or not I'm going to say I think I prefer the other ones they just look a bit different
1: I think I prefer the other ones because they look different from any other belts yeah. like the the closest belt they look to is the intercont- new Intercontinental title yeah yeah. Um, but yeah I, I that's looking very nice oh like,
0: no don't get me um, wrong they're still really really nice belts really yeah. really good
1: Essentially, it's ca- it's the um, NXT men's tag team titles, but with a white, white strap. Isn't it?
0: That's it. Yeah, yeah. Which is, so, is quite cool. Does this mean that the tag te- the WWE tag team championships, women's tag team championships, rather, are now just exclusive to Raw and SmackDown?
1: I I'd guess. imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I feel I feel as if uh, it's it's kind of like Vince seems to want to be distancing NXT from like the main roster Ugh. so I feel it's like kind of, it's it is
0: and it's disappointing that it's got like a, Regal sort of said it in his promo like when he introduced him it's like I'm tired of waiting for a decision to be made something, so I've just taken it into my own hands so now we've got these and it kind of it bangs on kind of that art uh, imitating life thing where it's just like why didn't you just put them on NXT in the first place why have you had them Pishing about us. are oh, they're on all three yeah. brands, but we never see them on NXT. I mean, Especially, they're rarely defended.
1: Yeah. They're rarely defended on like the other show they're on as well. Yeah. Like until recently, Naira and Shayna hadn't really gone anywhere, but raw. No. no. Um, which is annoying. But yeah, I mean, you look as well at the way the cruiserweight titles kind of got like a bit of a new lease on life. Yeah. Um, from going to NXT and NXT UK and, I feel like it would have made sense. I would like to see, um, the NXT women's tag titles being like defended on both NXT and NXT UK. Like, that, oh yeah. 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 That yeah. would be something that's quite cool. Cause there seems to be a few like teams forming within NXT UK, like you've mm. got Zaya Brookside, the name Aaliyah James. Yep. Um, I th- I'm sure there was another one, but I can't think of. Yeah, no, yet, it was, I can't think either. There, right, there's, there's
0: definitely a, a couple though.
1: There's a few. Yeah. Um, and they, they could always like have like a few people just team up just as like a little attraction match, like yeah. Maybe as much as we're criticizing it, um, the way they're using them with like SmackDown, maybe have like Kaylee Ray and um, I don't know whoever the women's champion at the time is or from NXT challenge for it or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Either way, very exciting thing for the women's division. Um, Absolutely. Dakota says that they've got the most talented division in the world, and they beat all of them.
0: <laughs> that um, made me chuckle. I was like, "Oh, he, she's gonna yeah. she's gonna come out with a really sincere promo here." I was like, "No, straight in, get fucked." <laughs>
1: uh, and then a, a couple of um, a couple of women like Zoe Stark and um Mercedes Martinez, is like shaking the heads. <laughs> and she's just like, "Don't don't shake your head. We wouldn't beat you if we'd face you." Like, oh, <laughs> um, and then Raquel says they're gonna carry the belts for a long time. Um, Shotty and Amber then say, "Let us be the first to." Sh- to congratulate and challenge you, uh, Regal makes it official, so we're getting shotty and Ember first for and Dakota later in the show. First defense of the women's tag titles, and um, also a very exciting match because it's the rematch of the Dusty Classic final, yeah, um, yeah. Wade Barrett, I, I had to write a note of this. Wade Barrett makes an awful pun saying he's, <laughs> he's Adam and he doesn't say adamant normally, he says adamant because there's a song by adamant called Stand and Deliver. Fucking hell. That stand and deliver will be the be- greatest takeover of all time.
0: I oh, didn't get that reference until you said it. Like, I knew, I obviously know who Adamant is, but I didn't yeah. realize that it was because of the song he did. But, oh.
1: Yeah, it's the way he said adamant and held it. And i just on his face. Just, like, I'm just going to let that linger
0: out there for a moment. Yeah.
1: I was like. <laughs> fucking Elway you dickhead <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I, I liked it though because it's one for like the British um, the British yeah. audience yeah, little yeah. nudge nudge wink wink <laughs> um, this leads us to the first match which is um definitely like di- this card was stacked as well with like two yeah, overweight man. matches it this being like a first, takeover to be fair it, like- it did
0: even a, like one of the matches later, which obviously we'll get into, but even that, like I remember just seeing the presentation of the guy that came out and just being like, "This feels bigger than just a Wednesday night show." The whole thing does.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it really did feel like a big show. This one. Mm. Um, so we get Io Shirai defending the women's title against Tony Storm. Um, straight from the get go, Tony just slaps Io, and Io just grounds with punches. Um, Did you
0: notice just before the start of the match as Eo was coming down and as Kai and Gonzalez were leaving, and Gonzalez just continues to glare at Eo Shirai as she's getting in the ring?
1: Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of a bit of foreshadowing, foreshadowing. that is. Foreshadowing. Love all that. <laughs> um so yeah, early on, there's lots of like dodge and strikes by both women. Um there's a really cool bit where like Eo rolled up Tony. After dodging a big boot and then uh, mm. hits a basement drop kick, this was kind of like a reoccurring thing throughout the match as well. He kept going back to like that sort of like they know each other that well because they wrestle yeah. each other a few times now. Yeah, Eo um, goes for the Asai moonsault on the outside. Tony grabs her legs, pulls her down, throws her into the steps, and just starts targeting Eo's neck. Eo um, hits a really nice tiger faint kick and springboard uh, shot and drop kick, as always. Um, <laughs> and storm it's a really nice looking name um, superplex um
0: storm looks awesome in this and she's come you... on like leaps and bounds and that's not to say that she was bad or needed polishing or anything like that but she really looks like the finished article now i remember yeah. a lot of people went on about her like a couple of years ago and i know she was she won the was it the may young classic the second
1: one well, the may young classic yeah two, yeah
0: and I remember watching her and there'd been a lot of hype and just being like mm, i'm not sure i get it i was like i can see there's something there i just didn't get it at the time and even in like the last year or so i've still not been sold but her last couple of matches i've just been like she's there now yeah invested invested <clears throat> in watching her and this was really really good and i think not that it left a sort of sour taste in my mouth but the triple threat that they had at the last takeover it ended a little bit abruptly. The spot didn't go as planned. And although it wasn't a bad match, I was just like, hmm, I feel like there's more. Like, they're definitely better than that. There's more from them. And I'm sure we'll get something down the line. And that's what I felt like this was. And, and Storm yeah. was awesome in this throughout.
1: A-, a selling in this match was phenomenal. Like, yeah. Yeah. really good. Both both women's were, but Storm in particular really impressed me with it. Yeah. Um, so EO dodges a clothesline with a bridge and um, Storm just elbow drops her as she's bridging, I which love is brilliant.
0: That. So good. Um, Again, like, goes into just her scouting everything, like, they face each other. EO's not beaten her before, and it's just showing she's got an answer for everything, but this is really, really good. And just, people use that kind of, like, matrix, like, dodge, dive thing all the time. I'm like, why has no one counted and just dropped an elbow on? Like, they're stood right there.
1: Yeah, I, I loved as well that Eo had done it a few times earlier in the match. Yeah. And then they kept, they, like, they even said on commentary, oh, well, Tony scouted that, now she knows. She's expecting EO to do that now that like yeah. EO's done it a few times. Bush. Um <laughs> then, then we just have Storm basically trying to doing everything in her power to go for Storm Zero, which again I love I love in matches where the they're, they're just like all they're doing is going for their finisher because yeah. it's it's like the most basic thing. Like you look at a Jake Roberts match mm. and every opportunity he had to hit the, DDT, to hit the DDT, He'd yeah. be trying to hit the DDT. And yeah. Tony was doing the same thing here with Storm Zero. So she tries it she on, the on the apron at one
0: point, didn't she?
1: Yeah. She goes for one on the apron and Io reverses that and then hits a moonsault to the outside. Mm. Um, then back in the ring, uh, Storm, like as soon as Io gets in the ring, Storm's going for it again and Io manages to reverse out of it. Mm. Hits a double knees in the corner but misses the moonsault. Um, Storm then eventually does hit Storm Zero and I think this was one of the first times someone had kicked out of it, if I remember yeah. right.
0: I thought it was over um, because of that, because I don't yeah. recall anyone ever kicking out of it.
1: I feel like they've protected it quite a lot. Yeah, um, absolutely. Recently as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Storming goes up top for a diving head, but misses. Annie O'Lock's in a crossface for the win. Um, that really was surprising.
0: It was an awesome match. That was surprising. She finished it at the crossface. I don't think I've seen her finish a match of that before.
1: But I think she's done it once or twice, but not like anything. Not like a, a high-profile match like this. Yeah, yeah.
0: What was cool Um, about this? Because you were saying, like, uh, Storm trying to go for a finisher, that whole kind of, as soon as she gets the opportunity to go for it. And there were a couple of times where Shirai went for the moonsault, where typically she'd kind of finish it on that. Um, And she missed it at least once, possibly twice. And it was kind of like, okay, well, it showed that she then adapted because she realized that Storm had sussed it out and knew how to counter that or knew it was coming and learned from it. So it was like, well, what else can I go into to beat her? High-flying stuff isn't going to work. Let's ground her instead. So it was interesting to see her use this as the finish after having gone for the moonsault a couple of times prior.
1: Yeah, I really liked the fact that uh, they kind of hammered home how well they knew each other. And obviously Tony went for like the thing that was most familiar for her, which is Storm Zero. Yeah. And EO realised that she's going to have to think outside the box to beat her because Tony couldn't win with her finish yet. So he probably wouldn't win with her finisher. Yeah. Yeah. So she had, to cu- she had to come up with something new, which, um, again, just a re- really like cool little story and really creative way to kind of continue that. I think mm. I-, I think with these two, every time they wrestle, it just gets better and better. So I imagine yeah. that the next time we see these two wrestle, it'll be even better than this. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm already excited for it. Same. <laughs> um, we then get uh, Finn Balor talking about how him and Cole are the two biggest names in NXT history. Um, he says he a really cool line where he says I beat I beat you to win this belt and I'm going to beat you to keep it
0: I love that there was a um, line just before he said that as well where he's like something along the lines of you're a one man band now but last yeah. week you had people to hold you back but this week you haven't got people to back you up or something like that really good this yeah. is an awesome little promo
1: Finn's um, promo works so underrated sometimes like not necessarily the delivery but the actual stuff he says yeah it's just brilliant. Like, yeah. it's really well thought out. Um, And speaking of good promos, we then get LA Knight saying that next week uh, he'll make his debut. And he'll he'll put his name on the map and that won't be a spoiler. That'll be a fact of life. <laughs> um Bronson Reed attacks him. And it was great because, like, the way he did it, you just saw this hand come from behind him and <laughs> grab him by the throat. And uh Bronson Reed, like, just screaming at LA Knight. Uh, they get pulled apart Um, uh, Reid implies but doesn't say that he's going to be facing LA Knight in his first match of course he Um, is definitely I I, kind of want them to hold this off till takeover
0: oh yeah yeah it could do because maybe there's no clear winner from this one and then we get we get the blow off at takeover I
1: I feel like for LA Knight's debut to show what he's truly capable of just having against some like, someone he's obviously going to beat yeah yeah, and then
0: build up to and just
1: have him have him like dodging Bronson Reed until it gets made official takeover. take over
0: yeah that's not a bad um, job
1: after this we got an, another match that was it really surprised me this one how good it was um, Pete yeah, Dunvert Jake Atlas um, this is all awesome. such, such a good meshing in styles so uh, yeah Early on, Atlas is just using like his gymnastic ability to evade like Dun's chain wrestling and get out of it. He hits a really nice hurricanrana Rana and a vaulting arm drag, um, goes for head scissors and dumb blocks it and just like he like kicks out. His arm out. Yeah, he kicks him in the stomach, but then follows through and kicks his arm out. It was horrible. That's it. Yeah. Just uh, the noise it made as well was just nasty. Um, no slapping he didn't, slapping. Slap, he didn't <laughs> slap his thigh, he just kicked him as hard as he fucking could. Um he then starts, like, mauling Atlas and just dissecting his arm. Um, Atlas fire, like did a really cool, like, hope spot where he fires up, um, hits a standing moonsault on um, Dunn, but Dunn reverses it into a triangle choke. And then Atlas, like, before Dunn can lock it in, Atlas cartwheels out of it and then hits, like, hits another penalty kick and this time lands the standard moonsault. Yeah. Um, he goes for the cartwheel DDT, Dunn blocks it, kind of, like, reverses it into, like, an armbar. Yeah. And then, or well, like the, the arm breaker, the Pentagon does, but like as he br- does the arm snap, he snaps his fingers as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just breaking Brooms his fingers up. while he's got like a, a modified armbar bar in. Um, Atlas eventually taps out. Um, Dunn then cuts a promo and says that uh, everyone steps up the game around this time of the year. He's the best technical wrestler in the world. So, someone prove him wrong. Give me Pete Dunn Timothy Thatcher now. I just about to say exactly the Give same thing. Give me Pete <laughs> Dunn Timothy Thatcher now. That's all I want.
0: This has um, got to be where it's leading to, surely.
1: I don't know, because there's there's something else that happens now. Wow, well, yeah, that's true. Imperium um, invite. Oh, God.
0: That's right. Just before you go on to that bit, um, just a couple of things around Pete Dunn. Why are Birch and Lawkins still with him? Like... It it seems like a wit like they're just there. They just come out with him. Like they're not a faction. Mm. They're not a tag. Uh-huh. Not a group. The only reason they were together initially was because of Pat. Uh, what's his face?
1: Pat, Pat McAfee.
0: Yeah, and he's not there anymore. And I don't know. It's just it's a weird pairing. Like Duncan just go off on his own, but lord Lock- yeah. and Bert's just seem to be there because they're there. But they're not it's really like, serving any purpose.
1: It's like a shit British strong style, isn't it?
0: Mm.
1: I'd, I'd, rather just add, I'd rather he just add Mustache Mountain with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and turn Trent and Tyler heel. Oh yes. As much, oh. as, much as Trent Seven's like the best baby face in WWE right now. Turn turn them heel and put them with Pete. That'd be fun. That would make that would make me equally happy.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> speaking of things that will make me happy, Imperium oh. invite Thatcher to join him to join them. Um, they keep allu- allu- alluding to the fact that Timothy Thatcher was Volta's right hand man mm. um in, in the past. And they're like, come and take take your place as his right hand, and then um Aichner adds, and if you if you need to ask your friend's permission, why don't bring him with you? Which again Can you imagine?
0: Oh I mean it's I, I, it's, it's gonna happen, but it'd be fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, I think I know where this is going and it scares the shit out of me because of champions now. Um, oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, either way, it'll be it'll be good. It'll be exciting. Um we then get a really I thought there's a really good promo by Leon Ruff. I um, love this. This is didn't, so he didn't good. fuck around, he didn't mince, he didn't mince his words. words. <laughs> but he but in like the sort of 30 seconds he had, he just na- nailed everything. Um mm. Basically said he didn't says he didn't trip and fall into his opportunities and he he kind of like u- used his um used his good fortune to sort of rise up the card until it wasn't luck anymore um and it was just ability and yeah. then he says that uh, next week square going to be having a rough landing which I thought was brilliant <laughs> I like that <laughs> um yeah it, it was weird as well because like he was that intense It was little Leon I didn't yeah. realize it was Leon. No. I was like who the fuck's this and I was like oh shit it's Leon Ruff because <laughs> he was like that intense he wasn't smiling like he usually is he was mm. like dead angry I was like okay he's like changed this. his
0: hair up he's stuck his braids out as well so I was like oh okay that's he's too. got a little throw. That's oh that's who he is yeah at first it took me a moment
1: yeah um, I'm I'm looking forward to the rematch with those two Um mm. swear being an absolute scumbag again and just kicking the shit out of Leon Ruff it's going to be yeah. brilliant
0: both of them are like, back to back, really good promos. Like Swerve's last week was awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I'm in, I'm intrigued by Swerve. He's been, especially like some of his Twitter activity recently has been very odd, considering like certain rules in WWE. Oh, really? He, he's been replying to things on Twitter that you wouldn't expect them to be allowed to, which makes me think what's going on with Swerve. Oh. Um, yeah. Um. So. Well, I'm going to keep an eye on that. See what happens. Probably not in Be interested. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I really like the whole development of that character. Uh, that this leads us then to the women's title ma- match. Oh, sorry, women's tag team title match. Third title match on the card. Um, Spoilers: the the new new champions, Kyan Gonzalez, defending against their first challengers, Shotty and Ember. Um, really early on, like. So they all like kind of go for kicks early on. So like Ember drop kicks him, Raquel in the corner. Hmm. Dakota comes in and kicks like does some kicks to Ember, and then Shotty comes in and st- Aaron the Dakota kind of go back and forth. Um, Shotty locked Kai in a clover leaf for what felt like ages. It fucking
0: ages, wasn't it? <laughs>
1: yeah, um, it felt like it's it felt kind of out of place as well. It was something that should have probably been happening a bit later in the match, maybe. Mm. But it was it was cool to like kind of like again use that as a way to sort of explain why Kai was then for the rest of the match, like kind of more desperate than like yeah. Gonzalez was. There was a bit more urgency in Kai because she like knew her back was hurting and more. Yeah. 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 Um, her and Shotty both bicycle kick each other at the same time. And then Shotty misses a, a cannonball across the ropes and gets like hung up and Kai just like stomps it. That looked awesome. Um, the heels isolate Shotty for a lot of this match. And then, um, Shot manages to dive onto Raquel and take it out. Um, a little bit later on, as Ember tags in, uh, Kai hits a corner boot, and then um, Raquel and uh, Dakota hit. Like it looked kind of like a double GTS. Yeah. So like yeah. Raquel like has Ember up in like a gorilla press. She throws her. She throws it, and as she's coming down, uh, Dakota just like meets her with a kick to the face. Yeah. It, awesome. it looked awesome. Look cool. Um, yeah. Yeah there was a lot of really cool like unique double team moves in this matchup mm. um, so then Ember pushes uh, Raquel into Dakota which is like the first kind of sign of a bit of um bit of like crack showing mm. um, Shotty tags in it's a double suplex uh, sorry a double crossbody and a back suplex on Kai uh, Ember and Shotty do like it, it was weird it was kind of like a double pump handle suplex so they both oh yeah they both like got the Dakota's like Dakota in a suplex position, but then pulled it an arm each, like, or was it there? I don't know how the fuck they did this. It looked, I think, it
0: looked weird. It looked like I it took them a while to like, set it up as well. They
1: locked the arms through Dakota's legs and then oh, used that okay. to kind of flip her over. To so flip her
0: over, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um, there was a really cool move as well that uh, Raquel did onto Ember, where... It was like a spine buster, but she, like she kind of like rotated. Flipped
0: her over, didn't she? Yeah. Rotated yeah.
1: Ember and like, like flipped her bomb. over and then dropped her. Yeah. It was awesome. Um again, these I... two teams have so much good chemistry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what were you gonna say?
0: Um with that move, I thought, oh, it looked really cool. And they showed a replay of it, and then I was like, hang on, did she...? I was trying to work out if she'd let her go too early. Or or what? And I was like, was that meant to be the move, or did she let her go too early, and that's just what happened, or what? But either way, it looked really good.
1: I, th- I think it could have just been like a bit of both. Like I think, I think it could have been like she Happy let her go too early, but then it was like brute strength as well. That yeah, she yeah. just kind of like like flung Ember, and then Ember's like that gymnastic, anyways, that she could, and that acrobatic yeah. that she could probably do, just do that with her eyes closed. Mm. So, um. Yeah, so finish the matches, uh, Gonzalez is trying to powerbomb Ember. Uh, Shotty shoves Kai into Ember and um, Raquel. And Ember ends up Kurok and Rana and Raquel over the top rope. As Kai is kind of looking shocked, Shotty rolls her up. Um, and we get new champions straight away. Mental. Uh,
0: Absolutely I was, mental. I was
1: shocked that yeah. they did this. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, looking at those two teams, all of them deserved it. Like, yeah, I'm go- I'm kind of glad in a way they did it that way that like the that they awarded the heels the belts and had the faces take them off. Um because I I mean as we find out a little bit later in the show, Raquel's destined for bigger and better things than yeah. the tag division. But it was na- it was a nice kind of little sort of pat on the back for Dakota Kai who's kind of yeah. helped guide Raquel to this point. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And doesn't doesn't always get the credit that she deserves. I don't think I think mm. for me Dakota Kai is like one of the best women they've got in NXT. She's awesome. One one of the best wrestlers full stop they've got in an NXT. Mm. Um, and she doesn't always get that much credit. But like you look no. at some of the matches she's had, especially in the last 12 months with people like Shotty and Ember. Mm-hmm. And um, even in the tournament, like she's so good. And yeah. doesn't get enough credit. But uh, yeah, all, all four of these women deserve this recognition and i thought it was really cool that they did this yeah Uh, yeah. you can see how like happy ember and shotty were as well they were like both oh yeah yeah, like overjoyed um we then get a really really good promo by adam cole after this awesome um he says that it it's great because it kind of like obviously the whole thing he's like narrative he's been running for months is oh yeah the undisputed error equals there is no leader and then he just kind of shits all over that. <laughs> just goes, <laughs> Kyle Riley stepped out of line. I had to put him in the place as the leader of the Undisputed Era. And then he says, <laughs> And then he says, uh, The Undisputed Era isn't dead. It dies when I say it dies. So he's still wearing like the, all the undisputed Yeah, yeah. Era, He's coming like, out to the music. I just got rid of the dead weight. Yeah. Does that mean, he's going to build them
0: back up. Who are we getting?
1: Well, I was going to say, I wonder if, like, Bob Fish is going to come back, is he? Yeah. I wonder if he's going to like 10 on Roddy and um, Kyle when he does come back. Mm. It's weird just-
0: because we look at it. Do you remember when when we spoke and they were making Kyle the breakout star? And yeah. we were like, oh, are they going to kind of split them? And we were saying about, well, who would go face and who would go heel? And we all think, I think we all agreed at one point, Colin O'Reilly would be the faces coming out of that and Strong and Fish would be the heels. And yeah. it's just flipped on its head. And we might end up getting coal and fish or maybe just coal and everyone else comes out of it looking face. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'd quite like if he does, if he does make a new faction, I don't think he will. I think he's going to end up going up to the main roster and then maybe doing something there. Mm. Um, and even then, like you could have him make his own new, undersp- like a new Undisputed Era yeah, or new faction on the main roster with guys that aren't getting utilised as much as they should be. Yeah. Like a Murphy, like an Alistair Black. Oh yes, like Ricochet, like you know. There's, there's a yeah. There's, that's just like listing off like three names. There's plenty mm. more. Angel Garza, yeah. Uh, Humberto Carrillo. the guys who are brilliant who do not get used enough. Yeah. So that would be intriguing if if he did that, um, mm. because I mean, there's obviously the news reports a couple of weeks ago where it was like kind of saying this is all the sort of. The final storyline for Adam Cole and NXT, and he's going to be
0: off. Yeah.
1: being yeah, going to be going up to Raw or SmackDown after WrestleMania. So this will be like, I I, I feel I get the impression that O'Reilly and Cole is going to probably be loser leaves NXT. Yeah, I, yeah, over. yeah, yeah. I reckon so. Um, because otherwise they're just going to keep fighting each other and keep fighting each other. Probably mm. going to be a street fight or a no old bard fight definitely um, match um, it, it can't be probably,
0: anything else but that can it like it's such a heated rivalry you wouldn't just have a standard match like there's got to be something in there the
1: thing is though, they could literally with that feud they could they could literally like go full like Champer and Gargano and do a trilogy do a trilogy over like six months yeah because it still feels really fresh
0: it does yeah Well, and it, obviously
1: uh, yeah I was going to say obviously it's only like really been four or five weeks in the making Mm. But it, it still feels like I know for a fact I'll watch one or one another.
0: Oh, yeah, like, yeah 100%. Like Gargano yeah.
1: Chamber, the, the reason that was so good was because they had the street fight and then they had the, uh un- oh, sorry, they had the unsanctioned match. Then they had the street fight. Then they had it. the last man standing yeah. and it kept up in intensity. And like mm. they were doing stuff that you'd see more in, like, sort of like, um, not quite deathmatch wrestling, but there was like a few bits that you'd like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, cool you you wouldn't normally yeah, yeah. see in WWE. It's like, oh, you yeah. know. Kind, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, kind of like the Moxley Omega Dunn Sanctioned match from AW a couple of years ago as well. Oh, like yeah. those stuff yeah. on like a sort of grander stage you wouldn't normally see. Yeah. And they could definitely do stuff like that with Cole. One of, those, Riley. one of
0: those feuds where it would be deserving of kind of, Allowing it a little bit more than, like you say, you would normally see on WWE TV.
1: Yeah. Um, like, at Chamber and Gargano it was like the first time I remember them exposing the boards and doing like a move on the board, yeah, on the board of the ring. Yeah. Um, and then Taker and Brock fucking did it like a couple <laughs> months later. Um, so, yeah, um, that, that would be very cool. Mm. Um, he also says that he was the greatest NXT champion ever and he's going to...
0: No lies detected.
1: Yeah. And he, he's going to um, make a second bit rain better than the first. Um, then see so in Ember getting a guard of honour, like as they come in the back, and the way are just looking on, and Indy's just booing them. <laughs> and he's like, boo,
0: boo! <laughs>
1: um,
0: Did you notice, uh, as Moon and Blackheart were coming out, and everyone kind of cheering and applauding them, um, Ty of Valkyrie was in there, but she was very cautious to not be facing the camera or not look at it. was just no, I'm just gonna look this way, like everyone no. else was kind of turned in a little bit looking towards her. She was very much that way,
1: okay. I yeah. was half expecting Ty of Valkyrie to kind of like challenge him, um, EO after the match with Aaron Stone but I reckon I reckon that she's gonna challenge the winner of EO and Raquel, yeah, after um. After takeover,
0: you jump, or maybe
1: yeah. maybe make a debut or takeover like they did. They used to do with people where do around. vignettes and then yeah, make them debut on the takeover. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, the way walk off and um, Austin Johnny's looking for Austin. Austin comes up and asks Johnny why he paid the therapist, <laughs> and Johnny's like, "Well, you know, I've got you the best, and ther- you've got to pay them. They're expensive people." Um, he reminds Austin of what Loomis had said or that the therapist told him he'd said Austin got really angry and rips his shirt off and goes it's, Loomis on
0: it's because he says he's like oh did, did you hear what Loomis said he said you had mediocre abdominal region and he's like right that's
1: it and then yeah Austin storms off rips his shirt off storms off looking for Loomis and then as they go Johnny goes to Indy pick his shirt up." <laughs> <laughs> I, I love ev- everything the way he does it's just muddy. it's so yeah. funny I love it um, we then go to another women's match there was a lot of women's wrestling on this show I loved it yeah how well, much of a spotlight they were giving it
0: international women's day wasn't it so figures on Monday it was
1: yeah well so, I mean oh. look, look look at how well he did um, the representation of women on Raw this week so
0: we won't talk about that
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> at least, he, at least they've done it once this week. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, straight from the bell, Zaya goes after Caden Carter. Uh, it felt like they tweaked Zaya's entrance a bit, but in a in a good way. In what way? Um, just the fact that the light the light was a little bit different. Okay. Uh, and when she walked, like normally when she walks down and she's given the weapon, she walks on her own. Whereas this time, Boa walked with her. And then we oh, okay. both kind of did, like, a bit of a mm. bit of a thing. Um, maybe it's because
0: this was kind of like, this is one of those, like, not a takeover, but better than a weekly show thing. So maybe they tweak it. Maybe it's them starting to tweak it yeah. to build up to something for takeover. I feel like she's getting something big for takeover. We're going to get some proper, oh, proper God. entrance.
1: See, for, at one point, she was the person I was thinking was probably going to take the belt off her. Yep. But now I don't. Mm. Now I think... But, yeah. I think they're building <clears> her up for the title, but I think they're building her up slowly, slowly, yeah. slowly for that title,
0: which um, I'm fine with. Just have her go on a fucking tear it for a good few months.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, Zaya goes after Cart from the bell. Uh, Casey comes out with her scruch- uh, crutches. It's just like like a fucking dog whistle going off. <laughs> so just you can just hear her over everything. Car It's so annoying. It's just shrill. Yeah. <laughs> it's like shut up. Um, Zaya goes to. <laughs>
0: If you're wearing a mask, love, we wouldn't be able to hear you.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Zaya goes to uh, do like something to injure um, Caden, and Casey just like smacks her with a crutch to get her, to get Caden disqualified. Yeah, she ties um, her
0: leg up on like the. Um, it's like in the corner, round, she's on the apron, yeah. and she kind of wraps it around the outside of the turnbuckle, and she looks at her and she's just like, this one's for you, or something like that. But before she manages yeah. to do it, she fucking goes in Wallace sir.
1: yeah um and then uh yeah so Zayas sort of like chasing after Casey Bo, uh, Boa uh ends up snapping the crutch and then like as he's a, as he's about to do something to Casey we don't know what Carter just hits him with the other one and they both kind of just like scarp it and then uh Zaya and Boa kind of go up to Maying and um Maying sort of does the hand gesture Uh. thing. It was a bit weird, this, like, clearly they're they're kind of trying to drag it out a bit more, but Uh. I I didn't really, like, because obviously Casey's injured, so she's not going to be having a match anytime soon. No. I feel like
0: we're going to get, I don't know, like, this could be the first of, like, Zaya losing a few matches and it's what eventually makes Mei Ying kind of come up out of her chair and gonna take matters into her own hands.
1: Oh well yeah, because I thought I thought we were gonna get that when I thought we were gonna uh, get that this week. When Casey and Caden were like kind of like running away. Yeah. yeah. like they were getting away from like a horrorville. Um I was like, oh I'll just imagine if Maiden just stands up behind them well, and That's what mirror- I thought
0: us are they're gonna try and run up the ramp and she just stands there and does something. I still find it weird that they've not done anything with Boa yet either. Like he's just there.
1: Yeah the uh, he did tease it a bit this week though with them. Yeah, like, was he was teasing. He was going to do something sinister to yeah. Casey. The way, like he was, he was walking like a fucking murder machine. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued about that. I mean, the, the obvious thing to do would be bring Ricochet Casey's boyfriend along and give us Bauer and Ricochet. Bauer and
0: Ricochet. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't. I think. I think they're probably going to feed them feed the job to Bower before they give him Ricochet. Yeah, <laughs> I mean Ricochet is a jobber at this point, but you know, still, <laughs> that's that's going to piss off some li- listeners. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> he is though. He is. They've got them fuck all of them yeah. um, We then see Jordan Devlin um, <laughs> timing from a fucking airport, <laughs> and he says, uh oh, the weather. I love this time of year. WrestleMania season. Weather is not that great though in Dublin." Good job, my travel ban's just been lifted. And then he says he's coming for Santos next week. Oh have... lord. <laughs> my lord. My only issue says... with this is um is they've been building this Trent and Devlin match on NXT UK for like the better part of like six weeks now. Yeah. So what if Devlin comes to NXT and drops the fucking title?
0: No, B A, he's not dropping it. The reason they put Santos against fucking Crossy of the Week is to show that he can step up. He didn't need the Cruiserweight division. That's true. Santos is losing that belt. Devlin's unifying them. He's going back as the undisputed Cruiserweight champion and then he's facing Trent.
1: That's true. That's going to um, happen.
0: I liked what he said. That'd be good
1: as well if it's like them going back and forth between NXT UK and NXT. Yeah.
0: I liked what he said when he was like, oh, I like this type of year um like the weather is bad blah blah it's like everyone's getting ready like wrestlemania season's coming up and takeover and everyone wants to be on the card and what what would the card be without the nxt cruiserweight championship and then he goes the real one and winks and that cracks me yeah. up
1: <laughs> I, i'm looking forward to his match with santos as well because i think yeah they're they're gonna just tear the house down aren't they yeah i
0: the think it's just like, building fa- ages like as soon as Jordan came Honestly, back on NXT yeah. UK well yeah but as Literally soon as he came back yeah. on NXT TV like and addressed the fact that he was like well hang on I didn't lose it you said it was only an interim and now all of a sudden this guy's got a belt so the whole thing yes like since they made Santos interim champion it's been going on since then and then since they actually like actively addressed it and had Devlin come on and just be like I'll challenge anyone like whether you're over there or not So there's been so much build to it. So this should be fucking awesome. I'm surprised they haven't held up until takeover.
1: Unless they, unless uh, there's fuckery again with um Legado. And they do. And then we get, yeah. Yeah. Cause realistically, they've got like a month, haven't they? Mm. To hold off. Like it, it's it's one of those things, I guess, isn't it? Like, they they want to keep putting out, like, good shows, but they also want to build up an awesome takeover card. Yeah.
0: The thing but, is, it's not like the... It's not like other takeovers when they're like, well, they've got, like, fucking seven, eight matches that could easily all sit in that takeover card and they've only got one one night to do it. They've got two this year. They could easily have fucking... Like, hear me out. They could have Escobar and Devlin close out one of the nights and have an absolute banger for the Cruiserweight Championship to, to unify and to, for an undisputed champion. I'd love to see that because it's had enough build to deserve a headline spot for me on at least one of those nights.
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, I think I think it's definitely going to be one of the more heavily built matches going into that card. Yeah, yeah. Um, especially as as we kind of touched on like with the tournament and obviously... He went from being it went from being an interim to the actual, mm. um, and I, I like the, the this is like for me the way they've booked this, and obviously it's it's been completely out of the hands, so it's not like they've intentionally booked it this way, yeah. But the way they've booked this is how they could have booked like when Punk left with the title, yeah, and then yeah, shown up, but instead of showing up two weeks later, show up like eight months later,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: um. Mm. And obviously the hand's been forced because of travel restrictions and yeah, COVID yeah. and all that. But again, it's it's a very, very, very compelling like little story they've got here.
0: Yeah. This and- excited me from the moment from the moment that there was that, that little vignette, that little promo that Jordan did like a few months ago now, where it was just him sat on the chair and showing her, him winning it and him just like straight staring straight down the camera. You were saying it was similar to the gimmick that you had before WWE. Was it like the, the import killer? Or the import like that?
1: killer, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's essentially the gimmick he's doing here. The import killer. Yeah. Kill. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was sold
0: ow. on it. As soon as I saw that, I was just like, he's going to fucking tear him a new one. We're going to get this at some point and it's going to be an absolute banger.
1: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Um, we then get a really cool um, vignette for Zoe Star. Yeah, um, she talks about how like she was born on the wrong side of uh, the track, sort of thing, and how pro wrestling kind of helped there. And it was always like in the background and the for well, sorry, always in the foreground of her life. Like mm. she always focused on that. Um, and she kind of talks about how she's got like she's the complete package. She's got like power. She's got submission acumen. She's got striking ability. Yeah, uh, she's got it all. Um, and the NXT's home Uh, really cool it was it's weird because like they had a debut and she was almost like a heel when she debuted Mm. and then since they've pretty much exclusively booked her as like a baby face yeah yeah um, which I I do think actually suits her more um, from from, yeah from the two matches I've seen of her she looked awesome so Mm. where was she
0: before was she one of the evolved talents I'm not,
1: sure. else. I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. She was, when they, when they hired people, she was one of the ones that I was not very familiar with. No, nah. I'm just going to do a quick Google on it now and see if we can find some. <laughs> um, Lacey Ryan. So I've heard, I've heard the name, but I'm not overly familiar with it. But, um, okay. yeah, she's not been wrestling that long, actually. No. Nah. Um, 2013,
0: no. 2014. Yeah, so only five, six years.
1: Yeah, and then she had a hiatus and came back in there 2018. Oh, okay. Um, but she's wrestled some pretty big names like Thunder Rosa, um, mm. a couple of others as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely want to keep an eye on. Yeah, um, absolutely.
0: They seem to be really uh, invested in her, like giving her a, a match against Io Shirai, like a second match on the brand. So they've got a lot of stock yeah. in her. I'm just reading here, they... She was in Impact Wrestling briefly for a year, debuted yeah. on an episode of Explosion.
1: That doesn't mean anything. Everyone wrestles on Explosion meeting.
0: <laughs> Is it like AEW Dark?
1: Kind of. Um, Dark, Dark's a bit more of like their way of like doing tryouts, though, whereas Explosion's just like, we, we need someone to wrestle this person, you'll do. <laughs> and then he, he put like Tanahashi and Nakamura in a match against each other on explosion once which was mental
0: Christ <laughs>
1: and yeah just just like oh all right, yeah you've got like a fucking match that will probably main event to Tokyo though but we'll just we'll just put it on explosion <laughs> no one fucking watch that um, and they had um, Ben Carter as well wrestle Chris Saban on one which apparently is really good but um, yeah which I need to check out um, then then Cut back to the CWC and Regal and Santos are arguing about the fact that um, Devlin's coming back next week.
0: Santos is shitting a brick now,
1: isn't he? Yeah. Regal's just like uh, saying, well, you know, he didn't lose the title. He's he's defending it over on NXT UK and Santos is furious. Um, (laughs) Legado come up to him and He's just like, just, just go have your match deal with it. Which leads us to uh, Grizzled Young Veterans versus Legado del Fantasma. Um, excuse me, just before the match, uh, Gibson comes out and says, how does it feel to be known around the world as Santos's puppets <laughs> while we're running this division? Um, <laughs> he then says that they are grizzled! And... Uh, soon to be recognized as <laughs> nxc's number one um it's a shame this match was crapped up really is um, It
0: served i've got something at the end it, of this
1: I, i've got an idea of why it was what it was but i was yeah. just a bit disappointed with it um because I, I was excited to see these two wrestle yeah because it was like okay well they've all they've got such different styles and i uh, um, yeah, as I say, heel yeah. versus heel, very exciting to see. Yeah. Uh, Legado do a lot of cool, like, lucha stuff. Um, on both men, um, they did like an assistant moonsault off the rope, like, springboard moonsault. Off the that road was cool. Panel. Um, and yeah, then the as uh, Legado were about to take control, Bree music hits and they come out as astronauts, <laughs> and uh, like, Legado like they've seen a ghost. And, like, Gibson's, like, laughing. Um, Drake's, like, get back in the corner. Um, they remove the helmets to reveal themselves as MSK. Gibson looks like he's seen a ghost. Drake <laughs> gets rolled up by Wild. And um, then Legado win. That was it. Um, and yeah. match itself, as I say, was a bit shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but then all the other stuff around that. Um, so um, Gibson tries to... F- Gibson and Drake basically go after MSK. Stop brawling with them. Wesley ends up uh, slamming Gibbs, Gibson's hand on the steps, and then smashing it. His hand with a motorbike helmet, um, break, like return the favor, breaking his hand. Um, as Legado are laughing in the ring, Breezango come from behind and attack them. Um, <laughs> and and then uh, we like we sort of see a weird like little dance off thing with Breezango and MSK. So, <laughs> That's just funny. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love the fact that like they were like getting Dango to put the helmet on him on Carter's head. <laughs> uh, so th- this leads me to surmise one of two things is happening. Either mm. we're getting war games at NXT stand and deliver with these two teams, which I'm okay with. Oh, yeah. Um that's bold. Yeah, it's just because that they, they made it out that like Lagar like Breeze and MSK were mates and Legado and yeah, The yeah, yeah. veterans. will obviously had a gripe. Yeah. Or they're gonna. The thing I think which might happen, seeing as they've got two nights of to take over to Phil, is that <clears> either <throat> do a tag team gauntlet or just a multi man tag team match. Or multi like team match. Yeah,
0: I feel like we're get like a fatal four way tag match.
1: Well, I was thinking because MSK have the tag the tag title shot, and they've got like all the like maybe they'll win the belts off. Uh, and 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 now at back and then throw them in. Uh obviously eyes yeah, got attacked by uh, who was it? It was legado oh, as well it was as well the other week, yeah. So that's six teams that he could have in contention for the tag titles.
0: Put the belts on a ladder and let everyone fuck around try and get it.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: that, that that's that's why I was thinking. Yeah. A ladder match would be fucking awesome. Stick that one especially
1: on. especially with some of those teams in there. Oh, mate. Um,
0: just MSK and Legado, just with how high how flying they are. And it'd be really yeah. interesting to see how then teams like Grizzled Young Vets, that are a bit more grounded, would adapt to a match like that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's I'm it. excited um, for wherever
0: they're going with this because every team involved is fun to watch. Even Everise, I'll say that now.
1: Uh, Everise are growing on me. Like, mm. the the shit, but in a good way.
0: They're just shit bags, aren't they? but yeah, you, you, love, you, you love gobshot you love shit bags, and that's exactly what they are it's fine <laughs> Yeah,
1: and Matt Martell looks like he's always just had like a load of cocaine so that's always <laughs> so funny
0: Coked up frat boy
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so we go backstage and uh, Mackenzie's asking Kai and Gonzalez about them losing the belts um, Raquel says it doesn't matter how long they held the titles they were the first and they've made history and then EO comes in and challenges Raquel to a match, presumably a takeover. Yeah. Um, basically says, ice. I want you next. Uh, yeah, it's going to be good. Um, we then see um, Timothy Thatcher's getting interviewed, asked about the pro- proposition from Imperium. Before he can answer, Champa comes in and he says, I don't know about Tim, but I'm not interested. Um, oh, Sorry, he specifically says, I'm not interested in Imperium. But the general across the water that I am interested by Ooh. that intrigues me. Are we getting Champa and Volta to take over? Fucking hell! Volta's already definitely already there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. wouldn't be doing Imperium vignettes and having Imperium fuck around in a uh, in NXT if Volta wasn't there ready. Volta's like, coming out and... next
0: week to chop the fucking pins out the back of Champa's neck.
1: It's going it's to gonna isn't be, it? it's gonna be horrible. horrible. <laughs> it's going to be so nasty. Um. But yeah, um, Champa then says that Imperium are going to be facing him and Thatcher next week. So Thatcher's definitely turning on Champa next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Volt is going to murder everybody, probably mainly Champa with chops.
0: I think it could go several ways. What I'd like to see, fantasy booking, if you like, is for that match to happen next week, them continue to want Thatcher to join them. And he refuses to join them. Then Walter comes out, chops the shit out of him and makes him understand. And then Thatcher says, yeah, all right, I'm not taking a beating like that again.
1: Yeah. And then we get Walter vs Ciampa for the NXT UK title.
0: Oh, yes, please. And, it, and
1: it, it, gives, it gives enough time as well to kind of, like we were talking about it on the NXT UK podcast about like, they've not really got anyone ready made to face Walter no. and be a credible opponent. Um, but Rampage is almost there yeah it gives him a better time to build Rampage up while, while Volta's fucking around across the Atlantic yeah and then when Volta comes back he's got Rampage waiting for him to do some murder on him
0: whoa
1: the doctor on the soul out of his body <laughs> um, doctor bomb back to NXT <laughs> um, this then leads us to the main event which was a match that I thought sh- I reckon should have been on takeover Oh, absolutely. That, I don't know I why.
0: Think, like, they could have held off on this.
1: We were, we were surmising that possibly it was because they're kind of getting ready to bring Adam Cole up after Mania. Mm. Um, and I think that's why. But at the same time, this could have this could have headlined to me uh, night one or two of the takeover, and it would have been awesome. Yeah. Um, but it was still a very, very cool match and it did a lot of kind of world building going Absolutely. into takeover, so I'm okay with it. Uh, so, yeah. straight up, straight off from the bell, there's lots of like quick cover attempts early on, a lot of mat wrestling by both guys. Um, Cole can, like, gets early control by working like the jaw and arm of Balor, and it, it was, it was quite cool that Cole was kind of going out, like going after stuff that he knew Kyle had injured. Yeah. Yeah, He yeah, went yeah. after his jaw, he went after his arm. Very cool. Ballet ends up like targeting Cole's knee as well. Cole hangs uh, Finn across the bottom rope, like jaw first, which looked mm. horrible. And then Pump kicked, kicked him for good measure. Uh, he goes for the brain buster on the steps. Finn reverses it and suplexes Cole onto the stage. Um, and then again, we were talking about it in the women's match earlier with Tony Storm going for Storm Zero constantly. Yeah. Finn was doing the same in 1916. Like mm-hmm. every opportunity he got, he'd go for 1916. Oh, in, yeah. Um, First time he goes for it, Cole reverses it into an Ushigaroshi, uh, but misses the Panama Sunrise. Finn hits a sling blade and the shotgun drop kick, misses the coup de gras. Cole hits a super kick, and then they, they really sold the damage it did to Finn's jaw. Oh, it was
0: awesome. Like Finn,
1: like, Finn went down like dead weight, holding his jaw, and then yeah. he, he did like a shot on Finn's face, and Finn looked shook. Yeah. like He yeah. looked genuinely shook up like shit. Like
0: Barrett even says <laughs> it he, on commentary. It's just like... You could see his eyes as soon as he hit him, like you knew that was it, like he was fucked basically.
1: Yeah. Um, and then Cole locks in a crossface. Uh continues to work over Finn's jaw. Once again fights out of the 1916 and hits a last sh- a last shot for a two. Uh he hits a Panama sunrise as well, gets a two count of that. Bala throws Cole out the ring, and as Cole's like kind of getting back to his feet, Kyle O'Reilly dressed as Warhorse comes out the comes out the <laughs> darkness. So, for anyone who doesn't know what Warhorse looks like, he basically had skinny jeans, Converse, uh, sort of like dead denim denim in battle vest. Yeah. And a, a, a black t shirt uh, looking like an 80s metalhead. It looks like um, every
0: 80s thrash metal. it looks like he should be in suicidal tendencies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if Kyle O'Reilly starts doing a Warhorse gimmick, I'm here for it. Just start, sh- <laughs> just start shouting at everybody, um, <laughs> telling people he rules ass. Um, Shouts in thrash metal. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he stares down Cole. Cole looks like he's seen a ghost um, as he's distracted. Finn dives on Cole, hits nineteen sixteen on the floor, rolls Cole in, and hits the coup de grace to win. Um, excellent, excellent match. Yeah, yeah, felt felt like an instant classic. Um, this one just just how like sort of well timed it was and the psychology behind it all, the mm. storytelling. Um, after the match, Kyle's just kind of like standing over Cole. Cole goes to low blow him. Uh, O'Reilly blocks, beats a shit out of Cole. <laughs> goes for the brain buster on the steps and the refs pull him apart and then they end up rolling to the back. And Finn's kind of just like stood in the ring, surveying like the chaos around them. And th- this was shot incredibly. Yes, really, I, really well one thing i think goes unnoticed a lot about nxt is its camera wear yeah like the absolute the way like the with the sort of smaller set and they can shoot stuff like this and it doesn't feel out of place whereas Mm. if they did i guess on raw or smackdown in like a bigger and even an aw like in a in a still a bit like yeah because you're
0: going for one of those camera angles where you're trying to hide something away in a big environment it's just like okay you don't need to pan it like to, to pull in as close as you are on, on the subject. Whereas, like you say, in a smaller arena, it makes sense, there's less space. So naturally the cameraman would be that close.
1: Yeah. Um so the camera's kind of just like circle and Finn. And Finn just stops and kind of looks over his shoulder and says, What took you so long? And then it goes <laughs> to carry and cross.
0: Oh, I lost yes. my
1: shit. Same, yep. me too. And then he, t- he turns around, they stare down, go fades to black. Tick Holy shit. Tock. Oh, mate. Um, Can he wait? Both, both endings of Wednesday night shows this week were fucking incredible for different reasons. Hmm. Have... Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's a good time <laughs> to be a wrestling fan. Just him right. Please, 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 please move NXT to Tuesday. It's all I ask. <laughs> all I ask. Yeah. Um but well, yeah, that was NXT uh highs and lows. Oh mate. That's right.
0: Fucking hell. Um that was all really good. It was all awesome. Um god, what do I go for for a high? I was really I really really enjoyed Io Shirai and Tony Storm. That's going to be my high. Um I was singing Tony Storm's phrases earlier on. I really feel like she looks like the the finished article now, just really polished. Uh, and I really, really enjoyed that match. Um, a low, uh, possibly the stuff with Ziya Lee and um, Caden Carter. Just I, I don't know. It wasn't bad. It was just. Felt
1: a bit anti-climatic, I thought.
0: Yeah, it just didn't really go anywhere. Um, it's either that actually, no, it is that because anything else I'll just be, be picky. So that yeah, that's my low.
1: Okay. Um my high was oh, let's see, I d I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the main event because yeah, everything around it was awesome, but mm. I loved I loved every title match on this show. And I really loved uh, Pete Dunn and Jake Atlas as well. That was awesome. Yeah. Um, my low was, there was one thing missing. One thing that wasn't there, that's been there every other week. What?
0: Cameron Grimes! <laughs> <Here was> Cameron.
1: <laughs> well, I wanted the continuation of the Cameron Grimes d b r c feud and we didn't get it.
0: He's too busy trying to get in touch with Diviase. Too, too busy making stupid bets for people and losing more of his money.
1: He's, he might, he might probably, be down in um,
0: his getting his new million-dollar belt crafted.
1: Oh, imagine. imagine.
0: <laughs> They've got to fucking do it. Come on.
1: Bring Have him def- Virgil. Bring him a million-dollar yeah. belt.
0: <laughs> debut, it, debut it at TakeOver.
1: Give me what I want. <laughs> Give me what I want. Um, but yeah, that was another episode of NXT. Um, again, it's Wednesday nights the best night to be a wrestling fan. Yeah. It's hardware, but it's it's so good. Um especially when you have weeks like this where boat shows absolutely like hitting up the park. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, before we go, where can uh, people get their beard and beer needs fulfilled, please, Troy?
0: Uh, For beard stuff, head over to thatchface.com. Use the discount code TroyXL85 to get 20% off your purchase of beard balms, beard oils, brushes, combs, gift sets, and apparel such as um, wash bags, hoodies, T-shirts, and beanies. And if you want some wrestling-themed beer, get yourself over to topbrokebrewing.com. They've just had a massive session of canning some new ones this week. There's uh, Head of the Table. And what else is there? Was there another new one uh, this week?
1: Canadian Destroyer. Um, yes. Is which is a, a maple, group pecan? Of, uh, maple pecan stout. Nice. Um, head to the table is a Citron Sabro IPA, which is, well, from what I read the notes of today, Um, it's got a very coconutty sort of grapefruity flavour to it. Nice. Um, so, like a little tropical fiesta in your mouth. <laughs> um, so yeah,
0: get yourself over there. I'll certainly be putting in an order for this weekend because we've got something rather special coming up.
1: We have. Um, if you join us on Twitch, which is Untitled Rest Pod, we are doing a charity game stream. We are going to be doing 12 hours of gaming from midday UK time. It's um, all the way up to. I think it's midnight, isn't it? About, yeah. of course it's twelve hours. <laughs> might even end
0: up going on longer. No, We might even we end are. up
1: going longer. <laughs> uh if you go to the website justgiven.com or is it .com, isn't it? Dot com. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. For just dot given, com forward slash UWP gaming. Um you can donate there every little um every little bit helps. Uh, it's to a really good cause. The Leeds uh hospital fund, isn't it? Yeah, Leeds um,
0: Hospitals charity, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, we've already at time of recording hit our first target and we want to absolutely smash through that we've surpassed so,
0: it in fact we're at £125
1: oh amazing yes there we go and we want to obviously smash through that Um as I say for a really good cause really yeah. would lo- love your support for that uh, if you want to find out more about that and other things through the podcast you can find us on Twitter at Untitled Rest Pod. we've got a Discord server Untitled Rest Pod. Facebook Untitled Wrestling Podcast, YouTube Untitled Wrestling Podcast, and as I said before, Twitch Untitled Rest Pod. We are almost at affiliate. We just need a few so more close. follows. So close. And we will be there. Oh, and then yeah. we can start producing better content on that. Um at time of recording, myself and Troy are planning on doing some more Resident Evil 5 oh, tomorrow. Yes. Um I might even treat you to some Halo tonight if I can be bothered. Some <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot There's a lot going on tonight I probably won't But, uh, yeah Thanks for listening again, guys It's been an awesome uh, week of wrestling We'll see you soon Bye Bye You must love this podcast house In the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House